Hello, hello. Welcome to the last On My Mind podcast episode of 2022, the last episode of the year. I'm so happy to have you here. I have a really fun episode planned for us. It's going to make us feel inspired, feel good, all the things we want to feel moving on into the new year. I hope you all had a really good holiday season. I am not even like, I haven't even processed that a new year is upon us. And I don't know, I I feel like maybe it's a good thing because I'm not putting as much pressure on it as I feel like I normally do because sometimes I just absolutely freak out about a new year. I'm like, oh my gosh, this needs to change. This needs to change. This year, I'm taking a little bit more of a tame approach. We'll talk about that. We have so much to discuss. Usually, I kind of just wing my episodes. I'll have a very, very rough outline of what I want to talk about. But today, I was like, you know what? I am going to provide quality content here. I have certain things I want to talk about. So I have quite the list of everything we're going to discuss today. So if you need some extra inspiration, some motivation to move into this new year, this is the perfect podcast episode for you. I know for me, whenever I'm looking to, you know, get a little boost of motivation or something. I always look towards podcast episodes kind of similar to this one that is going to, you know, make me feel good and get things rolling. Moving into the new year, I am taking a little two-week break. So the next two Wednesdays, there will not be a new podcast episode. But after that, do not fear because there's just going to be so much content coming out and I'm so excited to start season two very, very soon. I'm just going to be taking that little break, you know, get everything in order, kind of get re-inspired and figure out the direction that I want to take this podcast in. There's going to be a little, little changes here and there. Honestly, probably nothing too crazy. So please don't expect anything crazy because you will be let down. But what I will say, I did a really fun creative shoot the other day. I had my friend and I, we, she has a studio and we did a whole creative shoot for the podcast because I want to change the cover art. I want to give the Instagram a little refresh, a little makeover. So I'm really excited for the future of this podcast. I want to go into this new year with my best foot forward. I really want to pour more into the podcast in this upcoming year. And I'm so excited to be spending more time with you guys. And I wanted to give the podcast a little makeover. So lots of fun, exciting content to come. If you don't follow the podcast Instagram, definitely stay tuned because I'm going to be posting some fun stuff on there. Also within the next week or two, I'm going to be creating a Google form where you can basically fill out a survey because I want to know what types of content you guys like to hear from me. I just have a few little, you know, questions I want your feedback on. I feel like with a podcast, it's hard because it's not like a YouTube video where I can ask for feedback and then read your comments. With podcasts, if you're not following the Instagram or DMing me or commenting, I don't really get to see what you guys feel about what's going on. So on the Instagram, I'll be linking a little survey that I'm going to be making so that I can, you know, continue to create content that you guys like. I would just really love to hear your feedback, especially since we've been together for about nine months now, I think. I just want to get your thoughts and opinions on all things on my mind. So definitely stay tuned to the podcast Instagram for that so I can hear all of your lovely feedback. I would really appreciate it. Anyway, that being said, we have a lot to talk about. So let's get into this episode. We are going to be talking about how to make 2023 your year. And I'm going to preface this by saying I'm trying my best not to make this your average new year, new me. And you know, kind of just take a little bit of a step back. It's going to be motivating, but it's not going to be intimidating because I feel like some New Year's motivational content can be really intimidating and a lot 
to swallow. It's a lot to process. So this is how I'm kind of tackling this whole new year resolutions and goals and all the things that come along with it. This is kind of how I'm approaching it. Obviously, everyone has different approaches. Some people like to flip their life 180 and completely transform their life. Other people like me, I like to take it a little bit of a lesser approach. Everyone's different, but it's really exciting that we've made it to a new year. I cannot believe that yet another one has passed. And I think when it comes to a new year, it's also important to reflect on this last year and, you know, ask yourself, what are you proud of yourself for? What went right? I feel like when a new year is approaching, we like to think about all the things we want to change and all the things that we're looking forward to that did, that went wrong this year. But it's also important to reflect on what went right. What are you proud of yourself of, you know, because there's always things that we can work on, obviously, but it's important to give some attention to the things that went right. For me, this year was the year of the most change I have ever gone through. I started off January 1st of 2022, moving out of my childhood home and living on my own for the first time. I went through my first ever breakup. I was single for the first time in my 20s, went through this whole self-discovery phase. I've gone through so much change this year. And if you told me in January that all this would have happened, I would not believe you. I, it is so crazy because you have this idea in the beginning of the year, how your year is going to go. You think you know what's going to happen and you kind of have a general direction. And then when you look back in hindsight, you're like, wow, there was not one single thing <laughs> that happened the way I thought it was going to happen. And for me, I like to keep that in mind when looking towards a new year, because I feel like sometimes I would place so much expectation on how I thought a year would go and then I'd be disappointed when it didn't go that way. And so I've been trying to let go of that because if I had come into this year with that energy, I would be so disappointed because nothing has gone my way this year. In a sense, I could not be happier with how things went because I, I never thought things would turn out this way and I could not be happier that it did. I just didn't expect it. I want all of you to reflect on what you're proud of yourself for. I know for me... I'm proud of myself for navigating through change and welcoming it instead of trying to push it away. When you try to push change away, it just makes the whole process a lot harder. Change is the only constant thing in life. That's the one thing you can rely on. And if you can just flow through those changes as it happens, it's so much more comforting and easier to live your life when you're just allowing things to happen to you instead of fearing it or trying to push it away because things are going to change whether you like it or not. And I promise a lot of the time, even if you don't see it in the moment, the changes that are happening to you that you don't want are going to work out for you and be everything that you wanted, even if you didn't know that you wanted it or needed it. I'm proud of myself for keeping myself alive and healthy this year because let me tell you, living on your own, it, it is a lot of work to make sure you're getting fed and nutritionized and you know keeping up with having your own place. It's a huge transition to go from living with your parents to living by yourself. And for me, it was interesting because I don't have any roommates. And so when I say I've been alone this year, I have been alone given, you know, I've had company and friends and whatever. At the core of it all, I've been navigating this thing by myself. And so I'm proud of myself for getting through it. And I've definitely learned a lot about myself this year. I've learned how to take care of myself and function as an adult, which is so weird. I'm still kind of figuring it out and winging it as I go along. A lot of business things were really exciting for me this year. I launched this podcast back in March, and that has been one of the biggest blessings this year. I hadn't started a new platform in years, and so this was the first time in so long 
that I have built something from the ground up because I've had my YouTube channel, which I just hit nine years. My nine year anniversary was on Christmas Eve, nine years on YouTube. I've been on Instagram for ages. TikTok, I don't really count because it's kind of just in addition to Instagram. Like it's not something I've been trying to build and like become a TikToker, but I'm, I am trying to establish myself in the podcast world a lot more. And so this was the year that that all began. I started my own business this year, which has been the biggest learning experience. And I've made a lot of mistakes along the way with all of these new business endeavors, but I've learned so much and I'm so excited to take what I've learned into the new year. I'm also proud of myself for the friendships that I've made this year. That is the biggest thing I'm so happy about. I feel like in the past I would push away the idea of having new friends. I wasn't really sure how to navigate making new friendships and cultivating them. It's a lot harder when you're an adult and you're not in that school setting, finding solid friendships. And so I've really been pouring into that more. And this year, I just feel so grateful for all the connections that I've made with such amazing people. And I'm really excited to, you know, pour into those more. This year for me, definitely the year of change. And I think moving into the new year, now that I've, you know, settled into this a little bit more, I can work on maybe creating more balance in my life between personal friendships, relationships, and work, all of that, balancing all of that. I think I could definitely do a better job because I've kind of been just scraping by. This might sound a little silly, but I also really want to work more on realizing that it's okay to act my age sometimes. And what I mean by that is sometimes I have such, I place these expectations on myself for, you know, business and personal and work things that I feel like sometimes I don't even get to act my age. And I'm like, I'm freshly 22. I need to have a better balance of having fun with friends. I don't have to try and be this like perfect adult. Just because I have adult responsibilities doesn't mean that I can't go feral on the weekends if I don't want to. You know, it's all about finding that balance. Anyway, that is not even the tangent I wanted to go on right now, but I just wanted to reflect a little bit on this last year. I think it's so important and good to do that. Battleship is a fun board game a lot of us played as kids. However, as an adult, Calendar Battleship is the frustrating game you play with your doctor, trying to find when you're both free for an appointment, like in three months. With ZocDoc, booking an appointment with a doctor that suits your needs, fits your schedule, is in your network, and in your neighborhood is easy. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. I love that with ZocDoc, you can find every specialist that you might need, whether that be trying to straighten your teeth, fix an achy back, have something that feels a little off, whatever it is, ZocDoc has you covered. With ZocDoc's mobile app, it's so easy. Just like ordering a ride to a restaurant or getting delivery to your house, you can just search, find, and book doctors with a few taps. You can find and review local doctors, read verified patient reviews from real people who made real appointments. All you have to do is go to ZocDoc.com, find the doctor that is right for you, book an appointment in person or remotely that works for your schedule. Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc. I'm one of them. It's my go-to whenever I need to find and book a quality doctor. So go to ZocDoc.com mind and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com mind, ZocDoc.com mind. Go check it out. Let's talk about goal setting. I feel like with a new year, that is the most common thing people will talk about and think about making goals and resolutions for yourself, which I think is really good. If I'm going to be honest, I am the type of person who will make these 
like a list of things. I used to be this type of person anyway. I'd make a list of things I want to work on, my goals for the year. I would think about it for like the first two weeks of the year. And then, you know, things settle back into normal life. I feel like the sweet spot for like goals is the first month or first two weeks of the new year because you're constantly thinking about it. You're in this zone and you put so much of your thoughts into how am I going to make this new year so amazing? How am I going to reach my goals? New year, new me, whatever. And you go so hard into it that it eventually, you know, things that are quick to rise are quick to fall. And if you just go full force, that isn't always super sustainable. So for me, it's funny because this kind of was the first year that I kept my goals list to, I think about three things. I haven't even looked at it in so long, but let me, let me go search back real quick. Oh my gosh. (laughs) All right. This note is dated December 29th, 2021. 2022 goals. Read 50 books. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, if you're not aware, I've talked about this. I went so hard into reading and out of nowhere, I kind of just dropped off the face of the earth giving book reviews and book hauls. I haven't read a book since September and that's something I'm definitely going to work on in the new year because I miss reading so, so much and I love it so much, but I just kind of fell off. Anyway, so that didn't get achieved. My other goal was to move out and thrive, which I feel like I can kind of check off start a podcast, become the best version of myself that I can be by taking care of my mental and physical health. Mm, I can like half cross that off and launch my own business. So I feel like for the most part, I, I did a good job of achieving these goals and I kept it to five things, which I think was really good for me. I honestly probably could have gone with three. And at the bottom of this note, I have this little section where I put what numbers I was starting off with on social media for Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. And it's funny because none of these happened. (laughs) Like none of my goals I reached for the numbers, which is good in the sense that I don't feel shitty about myself for that because it could be so easy for me to look at this. I haven't looked at this since maybe January, February. I forgot that I even had these goals of achieving certain numbers of, you know, followers, of subscribers, I'm proud of myself that I don't feel horrible right now looking at this because none of them was achieved. I think moving forward, I'm not going to do that because I don't want to place my success and my worth in numbers that kind of don't really matter to a certain extent. Obviously it does, but I don't want to put my whole being and my whole value as a person into how many followers I have because ultimately big picture, it really doesn't matter. And if I did do that, I would be spiraling right now because did I hit 800K on Instagram? No. Did I hit 600K on TikTok? No. Did I hit 1.7 million followers on YouTube? No. None of those goals were reached. Does that mean I'm a failure? No. So if you're looking back on your goals that you had for this year and you didn't achieve something, that doesn't make you a failure. It makes you human. And at the end of the day, give yourself more credit. I feel like sometimes we don't give ourselves the credit we deserve and we're so hard on ourselves. But regardless of whether your goals were achieved or not, you made it through the year. You made it through the year and here we are now. And that in itself is an accomplishment. That being said, when it comes to making your goals for this year, I think the number one thing is to make it realistic. For everyone, realistic goals is going to look different. For me, if I put on my goals list, I want to visit 10 new countries. I know that's not feasible for me to do. And so I'm not going to do that. That wouldn't be realistic for me. I'm not going to put on my goals list that I'm going to flip my life around and completely transform myself into a new person. Because at the end of the day, when the clock strikes 12, I'm still me. I still have all the habits. I still have the same brain that I had this year. 
that doesn't really change. I kind of want to focus on smaller things, little micro changes in my life instead of making these huge, broad goals. So when it comes to making goals, keep it realistic and don't make them so broad. I think when you intentionally make your goals more specific, it's a lot easier for you to accomplish because say, for example, you make a broad goal of getting healthy and fit in 2023. That's such a broad goal. If you want to get more specific with that, maybe let's say you want to do two to three workouts a week. That's a lot more specific than just saying, I want to get healthy because in my opinion and in my experience, at least it just leaves so much things up to question. Like how are we going to make that happen? What are the goals to get there? I think when you make things specific and you keep the list shorter and you're more intentional, you're giving yourself a higher chance of achievement. And also I do want to say this, don't feel like you have to do something or add something to your goals and resolutions just because it's a trend. If you don't have certain goals that maybe other people have as goals, that's okay. Everyone's goals are going to look different because we're all different. If you don't have any specific health goals, that's fine. If you don't have specific money goals, I think that's also fine because obviously we're all trying to become the best version of ourselves and we all have different things we can work on. And so let your goals apply to you. Also, when it comes to the new year, new me mindset, I know I've kind of been like teasing that a little bit in this episode, which if you say that, no hate to you. I think that's amazing. I just know for me, the new year, new me mindset does not work because ultimately I'm still the same person that I was. Just because the date is changing doesn't mean I'm suddenly going to have this massive change. Change doesn't happen overnight. Change is built over long periods of time. You don't have to try to uproot your entire life to do a 180 and become a new different person. One of my biggest goals is to get better in the kitchen. And if you're also in that same boat, look no further than HelloFresh. I feel like if you're just learning how to cook, HelloFresh is perfect because you get farm fresh, pre-proportioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. You can skip those trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. I know a lot of you listening are busy bees, so if you're short on time, you can look for HelloFresh's quick and easy options like 20-minute meals and easy cleanup dishes. With big flavor and easy effort, these time-saving solutions mean more time with yourself, friends, and family around the holidays. So whether you're hosting a holiday party or just stocking up on snacks, you'll find everything you need at HelloFresh Market. From quick breakfast to charcuterie boards and desserts, it's never been easier to prep for a party or fill your pantry. And if you're traveling over the holidays, HelloFresh has plans that work with your schedule. You can change your preferences, delivery day, and address in just a few clicks. I cannot stress this enough. If HelloFresh was available in Hawaii, I would be making their meals at least twice a week. The few times I've tried it when I visited friends in the mainland, the food was so delicious. And recently, I actually sent my sister a HelloFresh meal and she had the crispy buffalo spice chicken and really enjoyed it. So go to HelloFresh.com Mind21 and use code Mind21 for 21 free meals plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com Mind21 and use code Mind21 for 21 free meals plus free shipping, go check out America's number one meal kit. And obviously, like I said in the beginning of this episode, we all have different approaches to how we want to do the whole New Year's thing. If this works for you, that's great. I just know for me, when I used to do the new year, new me, I'm a new bitch. Like y'all have no idea what's coming. When I used to have that mindset, I was just setting myself up for failure because like I said, change doesn't happen overnight. And if you expect it to, and you expect to suddenly have this new brain chemistry and have your brain like your brain chemistry is not going to be altered just because the date on the clock now reads a new year that's something that's going to take 
lots of time. And that's why you have to be willing to put in the effort to, you know, become the best version of yourself. And I think it's a beautiful process. You can't just suddenly flip this switch in your brain and everything that you've ever wanted to change just becomes changed. If that makes sense. I'm kind of, I'm kind of starting to not make sense. Let just bear with me for a sec here. I don't have all the answers to everything. And you're, you're probably getting more aware of that. I'm, I'm not an expert at all this stuff. This is just, I'm just talking about what's on my mind and what's on my mind isn't always the right thing or the best thing. What I'm trying to get at you here is I just think in order to stay motivated, it's better to have things snowball instead of trying to change every aspect of your life all at once, because that can lead to burnout. So start small and you can build and build and build. Small changes over time lead to big results. You just have to be willing to put in the time and effort and we have all the time in the world to create who we want to be. The process is the most enjoyable part. I feel like we just have to become obsessed with the journey rather than the result because if you're only focused on the results of things, you're going to end up being disappointed. We have to fall in love with the journey because that's the part that builds character and builds who we are. And if you're only being results-based, it just leads to disappointment ultimately because results don't happen overnight. So these are some of my 2023 goals, some things I want to focus on. I tried to be really intentional about these because I feel like if you have a list of 20 things, even 10 things, that's so many different goals to have in your stream of consciousness. You're going to forget about it. Ultimately, that's why I think it's good to keep the list small so you can remember it and actually take the steps to get there and it's not as overwhelming because you have a smaller thing, you have a smaller amount to focus on. So I have a few here. My first goal, number one, learn how to cook. And I'm gonna get specific. When I say learn how to cook, I wanna come out of this year with having at least three meals that I am a quote unquote expert at. I, I'm not talking about, you know, like a pasta dish. I'm talking about maybe I'm gonna learn how to properly cook fish or chicken this year. I wanna have three different meals that I can confidently say, I am good at cooking this. If you want to come over for dinner, I can cook you this meal. I want to just get more familiar in the kitchen and become more consistent in making my own meals. Thus, learning how to cook, that's kind of just the umbrella goal. But when I break that down, I really just want to have a solid three dishes and be really good at it and fall in love with cooking more because that was something that I wanted to focus on this year, but I'd never really put in the work. And, you know, now's kind of the time. My next goal, goal number two, I want to become proficient in Spanish. That's the broad goal. And the more specific goal underneath that is to be able to hold a small conversation. I took Spanish a lot of high, most of high school for three years, I think. I've lost a little bit of it, but that's the one language I think would be so cool to learn. And when I travel, I want to be able to be able to get myself around if I'm in a Spanish-speaking country or area. I have always admired people who are bilingual, trilingual. And if I admire it so much, why can't I do that myself? If other people can do it, why can't I do it? So I really want to focus on that this year, whether that's, you know, listening to Spanish music, doing my little Babbel classes. That's an app. I've worked with them before. I found it really great in brushing up on my Spanish, you know, kind of getting re-familiar with it because I was pretty good. I did really well in my Spanish classes, but it's been years since I graduated high school, so I'm a little bit rusty. I think also it'd be really good for me to maybe watch Spanish YouTubers, maybe Spanish shows. I don't know. We'll see. I just want to 
focus on that this year and finally do the dang thing because I've talked about wanting to learn another language forever. And if not now, then when? So now is the time. This year is the year I'm going to do that. It's going to be a slow process. I'm not going to expect to be fluent by like mid-year, but I'm going to, I'm going to take the little baby steps. My third goal, I want to tap into my creativity and inner child more. I feel like sometimes I get so fixated on this idea that I need to be a quote-unquote perfect adult and, you know, be focused all the time and, you know, whatever. Obviously, as an adult, you have responsibilities, yes. But I want to release my inner child more in the sense that I keep saying yes to fun things and enjoy more time doing silly stuff. Sometimes life feels so serious, things feel so serious, especially in your 20s and you're growing up, you sometimes lose that part of yourself. And I don't want to do that. I want to keep saying yes to things. I want to welcome more opportunities. I want to do things that make me happy. And I want to tap into my creativity more in the sense that instead of creating because I have to and because it's now my job, I want to create because I want to and find my groove with that again. Because I've gone through a lot of phases with YouTube this year where I wasn't really sure what I was doing. And now I feel like I'm finally starting to find what I like to do again and finding ways that I like to do it. I just love capturing moments. I love capturing life and I want to tap into that more and I want to do more creative projects for work and for myself just for fun sometimes. That's kind of a really broad goal and I'm realizing that as I talk about it, but ultimately I just want to be happy and enjoy what I'm doing, enjoy life more, not take everything so, so seriously. And that's a mindset shift that I'm going to have to work on because I feel like this year I've just been so focused on building my businesses and trying to be an adult, learning how to be an adult that there've been, there's been moments where I'm like, oh my gosh, I haven't acted like a child in a little bit. I haven't released my inner teenager. Sometimes I feel like I act older than my age and I'm like, it's okay to just be a 22 year old sometimes. You know what I mean? I don't have to have everything figured out. That's kind of a broader goal, not as specific, which kind of goes against everything I was just saying, but you know, I'm just figuring it out. (laughs) My fourth goal, this is something that is always on the list, but I want to find a good balance and harmony in work, social, personal life, and be consistent with a healthy lifestyle and taking care of myself because I've been realizing it's so important to not only take care of your physical health, but also your mental health. And that is all encompassing it's, it's so hard to take care of yourself sometimes and make time for it, but I really think that if I find a better balance between work, social, and personal life, that I can find that. I definitely want to pour more into my health physically and mentally this year because I know that as I get older, the habits I make now and the habits I create now is what I'm going to carry with me through the rest of my 20s and my 30s and so on and so forth. And if I don't start creating good habits for myself now, I don't know when I am because I want to start building good routines for myself that serve me and that help me become the best version of myself and make me feel the best because obviously I'm getting older and, you know, I feel like I'm getting to the age where I have to be intentional about taking care of myself now, feeding myself good foods, obviously you know, I, I, I said the 80-20 thing. Sometimes it might be 70-30. Sometimes it might be 60-40. I don't really know. But I do want to place an emphasis on taking better care of myself this year, having a better balance. That's something I'm always working towards, but I definitely want to be more intentional towards that this year. So those are my goals. I feel like it's so good and important to share your goals with someone else rather than just keeping it to yourself because it really holds you accountable. So by me talking about it on the podcast, 
thousands of people are going to know what my goals are now. And that kind of makes me feel more accountable because I can't just brush them off. I mean, I could, but these are things that are really important to me. And so I think it's important to vocalize what your goals are so that people can, you know, help you help hold you accountable. It also just makes things feel a little bit more real because once you let the world know, once you let other people know, there's kind of no turning back. Something I really want to do this year, I've heard people do this before, I haven't really done it before, but it's having a word of the year. And I know for a lot of people, instead of trying to set different New Year's goals and resolutions, you select a single word and that is your focus for the year. So I'm kind of doing both. I have my little goals, but I also want to have a word of the year this year. I've never had one before. Basically, you use that word to set goals or intentions for each area of your life, but you have them all tie back to that single word. I literally just read this off of Google, so don't think that this just came from my own brain. <laughs> I literally looked up why have a word of the year because I the brain wasn't doing its thing and I couldn't try to explain this. So I really want to do this and there's so many different words you can choose. You can choose thrive, balance, success, love, abundance, compassion. There's so many different words you can choose to focus on and hone in on. So for me, I am having my word of the year be B. <laughs> my word of the year is B. B-E. Just be. I want to let things be. I want to let things flow more instead of having this idea of things that I want to happen and trying to like force certain things to happen, I want to just be. And I want to be me. I want to have a good time this year. And for me, this word really represents just being more present in moments and be in the moment more. <laughs> so that's my word of the year. I'm excited to see how that goes. I've never done this before, but I think that'll be really important for me to focus on because I'm always trying to be more present. And I think this will you know, really help me be more intentional about that. One thing I think it's really important to do when you're entering a new year is to give yourself a little bit of a grace period. You're obviously not going to wake up feeling a changed person. Maybe you do, you know, maybe you feel extra motivated, but realistically, the more you do something, the more you'll see the fruits of your labor. For example, if one of your goals is, you know, seeing results with working out, don't give up on working out if you don't see those results right away. I feel like this kind of goes back to the whole thing I was talking about being result, not being results based, but enjoying the process and the journey of things, not even only just with working out. If you are, say you have certain money goals, certain business goals, if you're only focusing on the result of things and it doesn't happen right away, you're going to lose motivation. You're going to want to stop trying. And you know, that's where a lot of people drop out of that whole thing and they never get to see the fruits of their labor because they just want results right away. I know patience is sometimes a virtue, but with patience and discipline, you will get the results, but just try to enjoy the process because everything in life takes time. Good things take time. So if you're looking for certain business goals to hit, good things take time. If you're looking for certain results with working out and health, good things take time. So just take it easy on yourself. Have a good balance of pushing yourself, but also giving yourself, like I said, that little grace period of being like, okay, I'm adjusting into these new habits I want to create. It's not going to happen at the drop of a dime, at the strike of 12 at midnight on the new year. Give yourself a little, a little time to adjust. And that's kind of all I have to say about goals, resolutions. I kind of just popped off about all of those topics. I hope any of some of that made sense, at least, at least maybe one part. Ultimately, though, do what's best for you. If this advice doesn't apply to you, you're like, I want to create a list of 100 different goals. Do that. Like I said, we're all different. We respond to certain things differently. 
this is just my personal, what works for me. And like I said, we're all different. So do you. And you know what else you should do before the new year to put your best foot forward? Do a reset before the new year. Reset your entire life. A good reset will do things for you. So do a reset of your physical space. What does this look like? This looks like cleaning out your closet, getting rid of clutter that you've been holding on to. Holding on to clutter and holding on to things creates clutter in our minds, whether we realize it or not. And your space has such a big effect on your mood and how you feel and stress levels. Create a good environment for yourself to thrive. Go through your stuff, get rid of stuff, donate stuff. And after you've done that, go through and organize things. Do a nice clean so that you can have a good space to thrive and to flourish. And the less clutter you have physically, the less clutter that creates in your mind, like I said. And there's also just nothing like having a clean space. So whether you have a whole house to take care of, an apartment, maybe just your bedroom or your dorm room, do a reset of that space. I'm honestly looking around at my office right now and I can hardly see the carpet because I have just created a massive mess and (laughs) I've been putting it off. It's been making me so stressed to the point that I don't even want to do anything about it, but I'm looking at it right now and I'm kind of motivating myself after I finish recording this episode. I need to take care of that because I'm not going to go into a new year with a room that looks like a tornado hit it. So doing that I think is so good. And along with that, do a digital reset. This is something not a lot of people talk about. I know a lot of people talk about resetting your physical space, but your digital space is also one of the most important things to go through and declutter. So take a little bit of time out of your day, go through your files on your computer, delete what you don't need, organize things into folders, clean out your desktop a little bit. If your desktop is a hectic mess, There's a reason why going on your computer stresses you out. I know for me, I really enjoy having a clean desktop. And when my desktop is clean, there's not, you know, different files floating around the screen. I just feel so good. And I made a little template for myself to organize my folders. I made it on PicMonkey. If you've ever seen my computer home screen, I always get questions on how I made it. I just did a little template myself on PicMonkey. So easy. And now I have a very organized desktop. Going on my computer doesn't stress me out. I routinely try to go through files. I'll move stuff to a hard drive. And that is so helpful because I can free up space on my computer. And also go through your phone, go through your photos, delete stuff, go through your recently deleted, clear that out, create folders for yourself. If you have way too many things that you've randomly screenshotted, you have duplicates of pictures and a lot of clutter in your camera roll sometimes you know as stupid as it sounds the clutter on our phone affects us a lot mentally because we spend a lot of time on your phone so go through all of that go through your apps delete the apps you don't use reorganize your phone a little bit and also while you're at it maybe go through your social media and go through who you're following and declutter your following list a little bit it's not you're not a bad person for unfollowing people you don't want to follow. We spend a lot of time on social media. It affects us a lot more than we think mentally, what content we consume, and we consume a lot of content on the daily. So make sure you're consuming content that makes you feel good. Thus, clean out your following list. And I think by cleaning out all of those things digitally, physically, you're really just going to enter the new year feeling good with a good space around you. If you had a great year this year, that is amazing. Take that energy into this upcoming year. And if, you know, maybe this year didn't go exactly as you planned, 
there's a new year right around the corner and you can change that. I hope this episode either inspired you or motivated you, maybe even both. I'm going to miss you all so much over the next two weeks. We're going to have a lot to catch up on. My first episode back, I'm already looking forward to chatting with you all in January in the new year. Have a safe, amazing New Year's Eve. Please take care of yourself. I'm so proud of you for making it through this year. And I know this next one will be so good. Just affirm to yourself, tell yourself and will yourself to have this next year be your year. Because honestly, the way you approach it mentally will make the world of a difference. So if you believe that this is going to be your year, then that's simply what it's going to be. You can't always control the things around you and the circumstances that we're presented with, but you can control your mindset. And that is the most powerful tool. Your mind is so powerful. So that's all I have to say about that. Thank you for supporting me this year and for supporting this podcast. Thank you for listening to all the things these last few months that have been on my mind. 